0: I'm Susanna Lanier, actor and acting coach for over 25 years. I'm Jess Greenberg, casting director for over 10 years. We're here to help you navigate this crazy, creative, and sometimes chaotic journey into the film and television world.
1: We share our insights as to what works.
0: And invite some pretty spectacular guests to share more ideas to move you on your journey.
1: So without further ado, let's get into the
0: show. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Rosina Bucci from Elite Casting. She has been one of the top casting directors in our country for over 25 years, and we're lucky enough to have her here today. Welcome, Rosina!
2: Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! So happy to be here. We're Hi, Susanna. Here. Hi, Jessica.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for being here um generally how we like to start is a bit of your background and origin story and specifically how you got into casting
2: how much time do you have (laughs) (laughs) so uh my origin story uh you know I I I was always attracted to to the uh world of of entertainment and you know even as a young child putting on shows and that sort of thing but um at one point, uh I wanted to take some acting classes, and I signed up at uh, the then actor Studio in Montreal, which was run by Rick Perry and uh I met Nadia and Vera, Nadia Arona Vera Miller, uh who were also taking workshops there and one thing and another, and we we participated in plays and you know tried our hand at acting and uh from there we decided to start a dinner theater and which we did and we started a professional dinner theater that ran for over 3 years uh at the then hyatt regency hotel and casting just kind of evolved from from that uh you know because because we were uh casting for our plays and we were in touch with actors and we had uh you know we were we were in the acting field so to speak although we didn't act for very long Mm -hmm. uh it kind of just evolved from that it wasn't something we had sat down and thought oh this is what we want to do and frankly that that wasn't even there wasn't even a profession here in Montreal so at the time we started and the reason people came to us was because there was nobody to go to. Mm -hmm. So um, there may have been, I think, one casting director on the French side, but on the English side, there just weren't. And uh, there were no agents. So it was like, you know, brand new, the industry, the film and television industry in English here in Montreal were, were new. And so it just happened at the right time. And that's how we got into it. And cool. the rest, as they say, is history.
1: Amazing, cool. And you, you did spend time in Toronto working in Toronto as well, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes. And um, so that was
1: part. That was a decision that you made as a business to have feet on the ground there.
2: Yes. Um, so when we're casting English projects, you know, you, you have to, you have to find your actors wherever they are so it could be throughout canada and it could be in the states as well okay now we uh and i basically do canadian casting so my my mandate is to the cast the canadian talent and depending on what the project is um you know if it's if it's um a high-profile American project that shoots in Montreal, then it already comes with their stars attached. And then the casting would be local, and it would be whatever supporting roles or small parts they're looking for locally. Um, but by the same token, you do have to be uh, aware, as a casting director, of like who's out there and and not just in Montreal you have to be aware of what the Canadian casting pool is Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: uh so we did that and at one point also it was almost a bit of a fluke too where a very good friend of mine producer uh moved to Toronto and and started to do a lot of projects and she asked me if I was interested in in doing a project in Toronto and I thought about it and said okay you know let's give it a try and I ended up um I never moved to Toronto but I would commute back and forth but work uh, exclusively in Toronto while Nadia and Vera worked in Montreal and so I cast many several many projects uh series there was catwalk there was um the hidden room there was a hitchhiker uh there was john who's once a thief you know these were series and uh so i had to cast every week and i would have to find from from the guest roles right down to the tiniest parts the yeah. whole thing and then all over again the following week so <laughs> yeah <laughs> But at and then at one point I I just decided for I just wanted to come back and stay in Montreal. So, so yeah.
1: Cool. That's amazing. <laughs> and you did it but, alone. Like you didn't you you didn't have an assistant or anything? Or you Well did? yes,
2: I I had I had an assistant. For each project i had to okay. hire an assistant to help me and uh you know we have to hold uh, our casting sessions uh you know with you have your camera and you have your reader and and then of course it was a little bit um uh, it, it wasn't it's a lot simpler now in many ways you know with the technology that we have to get things done so uh but it was it was um, a wonderful experience and of course i you you establish a great uh, working rapport with uh with the agents and producers and then at some point today uh with the tools that we have and the technology that we have it's almost irrelevant where you're located
1: right
2: you could be located anywhere and and still be able to do it because of because of uh, the internet and the computers uh, the only thing that would be a little bit difficult is if if I were casting a series that was not based locally. Uh, when, when you're getting down to the nitty-gritty smaller parts and that, you really do want to be in the community and, mm-hmm. you know, get to know people by going out to plays and going out to, you know, workshops and sort of that kind of uh, research. You get a better handle on the newcomers and the people who are capable of doing you know getting their their feet wet by doing a one-liner or something Mm -hmm. that's where I find it it serves me better to be in the city but when I'm casting if I'm casting the leads or if I'm casting the supporting roles or the recurring roles in a series for example it doesn't matter where I'm sitting because uh especially today with self tapes and uh you know you can communicate uh, through zoom through self tapes it's it's like being there
1: like what do you miss about the audition room and like that whole process
2: <laughs> <laughs> who says I miss or maybe it? or maybe you don't exactly <laughs> no. maybe you don't no yeah uh, there are you know there are the pros and the cons and there are the things that you enjoy about one way of doing things so uh when it's an in in room audition uh there is uh there's a personal connection with the actor you actually you know you're seeing them you talk to them uh, you have a little chit chat uh you can interact and and give a note right on the spot uh so you know that that human contact is is you know it's it's lovely, and I think we all miss that. Um, on the other hand, when I'm when we're casting through self tapes, uh, what I what I like about that is that oh, first of all, you, you don't have to set up the session. You know, people send you in their self tapes. The actors can do it whatever time of day is convenient for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can view them at any time of day that's convenient for me so mm-hmm. that's a plus plus. and what it does for me is that I can see more people than I normally would if I had to do in in-person sessions from scratch for everything so an in-person session uh, if you do a day of casting even smaller parts the maximum you can see or maybe maybe 30 people and that's a really full day of casting uh whereas if i'm requesting self tapes you, you know i'm i'm happy to see people that i might not have had time to fit in mm-hmm. so if if um if your schedule only allows you to see six people for a role you have to carefully choose who those six people are and you have to balance it with with uh being safe because you know you do want to find the person and taking chances uh but if you are not limited to six people or eight people if i could see 15 people then i can see my safe choices and then i can go crazy and say well okay this person has uh, has uh a theater training from dawson but has done nothing yet on film and television let's see mm-hmm. you know let's see if that person can if they if they're comfortable enough with doing a film audition or somebody who has you know no experience at all maybe has just taken some random courses or somebody who's done different types of you know has been typecast a certain way and and I would say you know they don't just pop to mind when I think of comedy you know Mm -hmm. this person doesn't just pop to mind or if I'm thinking of this person is a is comedic so I don't think of this person for a dramatic role but why not let's see and oh so many wonderful surprises Mm. come up so I I really I really appreciate having uh, let's call it the luxury of being able to see uh, to see as many people as I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. We we find
0: the same as actors with the self tape part of it. It's like a love, hate. We miss the direction Mm -hmm. that we get from casting, get that connection with somebody, but for a lot especially like my students who also need to have jobs to pay their bills you know and so they don't have to choose a job that has to work around making their days available so they can run to an audition having that freedom of having their own time to work their their self tapes is wonderful but that's exactly the same problem is now which i said you used to go for you know five maybe ten persons for a role now it can be 20 plus like it just it it changes the dynamic too so there's a lot of uh like wonderful things about it in terms of that freedom but it also becomes I don't want to say I don't like saying competition but but there's a you're going there's the numbers are getting
2: bigger and bigger and bigger so and and that's a good thing and I'll tell you why 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 oh I'll (laughs) tell you why because um you know going back to when I was uh doing a lot of work in Toronto uh in Montreal it's a much smaller pool in English okay it's a smaller pool and if you're An actor living in Montreal and if you're you know reputable and and you've done good work your odds of being seen are huge yeah they're huge uh if you're in Toronto your odds of being seen are not so huge because it's a much bigger pool yeah and uh again especially in person auditions you know have to limit and of course people want want to see the people who are known and it's like why am I not seeing uh you know so and so who's a lead in that series why am I not seeing them you know you're going to see them for sure and once you've seen all the tried and true and usual suspects it doesn't leave much room for the untried and true suspects okay so uh and I have seen this with actors who in Montreal are getting seen for everything, everything, and then move to Toronto and sit there and don't get seen. And when they do get seen, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, the people that they're seen opposite or who are seen for the same roles, it's like they really need to up their ante because the competition is that much more, oh, more. and yeah. and transport that to LA okay so and you know there are stories of of actors that were doing leads in Toronto you know lead roles in in Canadian television and in Canadian independent films and going to LA and sitting at home with yeah. no auditions for for the longest time. Okay. So uh, I think there's a certain complacency when there's no competition. And um, I see that, that, uh, you know, without mentioning names or anything, but I'll see (laughs) where uh, when people come in, knowing that there's competition, and they know they have to put their best foot forward and and be at their at the top of their game because there's no you know there's no second chance because people can move on to mm-hmm. other choices mm-hmm. uh they have to bring up their ante and sometimes i've seen that uh where because there isn't the competition it's like actors will come in and not know their lines or uh the sort of thing that you would as a casting director, any, any, any book on how to audition would like frown upon and tell you absolutely out of the question. You know, the casting room is not the place to be running lines, right, to be rehearsing with the reader, which we get. Yeah. Uh, You know, somebody will walk in and say, can I run this through with the reader a couple of times? It's like, be my guest. Right. But you should have been doing this before coming into the audition room okay and so the tougher the competition is, the less of that the preparation has to be mm-hmm. top notch mm-hmm. and and you know people have to be prepared and 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 take the audition not like oh you know can I have afternoon Monday morning isn't so great for me right. because you know <laughs> and and as casting people, I mean, I know my, my job is I need to find the right person for those roles. Okay. So I will be as accommodating as humanly possible (laughs) to, to, because, you know, if, if you really cannot make it that morning, I'm not going to say, well, you can't make it that morning. So goodbye. No, I mean, I want to see you because you're good. So I will accommodate you to the best of my capability, Mm -hmm. but if it's just a whim, you know, it's and when you start to get to know which people tend to have these little whims you know it, it it's it's not to the actor's best interest to do that and so we see that sometimes where it's like um I can't come in I don't feel like coming in I I didn't have time to learn my lines uh, can I run the lines with this one uh could I read for a different role like all kinds of stuff and you know it's it's not Advantageous, and so now with self tapes, you know. Here's the other thing too. There's there's maybe a misconception for from uh, actors as to what getting direction is all about. Okay. Okay. Um, getting direction means you come in, you've made choices. Yeah. You've done the work, and you present me something. Boom. Okay. Based okay. on that. I or whoever can give you a direction to say, let's try this, you know, this flavor or that flavor. Direction doesn't mean telling you how to do it. So I find that there is that misconception of like, I come in, I've learned my lines, but tell me what you want and I'll do it for you. No, you show me what you've prepared Mm -hmm. you've done your work you have to make those choices that's your job as an actor okay because anybody can read lines you know I don't need an actor to read the lines I can you know read them myself or you can get uh you know the robot the computer whatever you can put your script in there and it'll read it to you Uh, so I don't need to hear the words I need to see a performance I need to see choices, I need to see that character come to life. And um, sometimes what happens, especially when it's when it's, you know, it's, it's original material, it's not when we get scripts, they haven't been produced before. So it's new material. And I'll see maybe I don't know, five, six actors doing that role. And it's not. It's boring. It's not working. It's. It. I can't really know. Is it the writing? Maybe you know. You wonder. Is it the writing? I mean, if you're doing a play that's a classic play, you know, it's not the writing. Right. So you you work until you you get somebody who gives it life. But when it's original material, it could be the writing. It could be this. It could be that. And then, out of the blue, somebody else will come in, and it's like. Are they reading the same signs? <laughs> and, and I have work. to look and say, oh my goodness, I, ne- I never heard those lines before. And they're there. It's the same text. Okay. And suddenly somebody will make me pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, there, there's something interesting there. I hear the words, I hear things that I didn't hear for six auditions it was like just you know so yeah um therefore self-tapes and and getting direction in the room the only time is if you've totally misread or you know misunderstood what the uh tone of the of the of the show or or the uh, project is uh then you could like start off on the wrong foot. And then it would be helpful if somebody says, oh, no, 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 it's not, you know, uh, physical comedy shtick, it's, it's this or it's that. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: that doesn't happen often. So even if it's, if if you've done a good audition, and you've grabbed my attention, you've done your job, and that is your job, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. then, um uh, I or the director will say, yeah, yeah, I know we want, you know, the ending, they should be lighter that, you know, uh, or the end, they shouldn't be smiling, you know, they're depressed or, or whatever, saying, we'll, we'll adjust, we'll bring them in, do a, uh, do a recall, and give them the adjustments, They're adjustments, basically, adjustments to something that's there and good to start with. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right. So true. And it's interesting, you know, like from your point of view is like for us, like we want to see more people and it is good because it creates more competition. But I think that the actors now have this like defeatist attitude of like, well, they're not going to watch it anyway. Like they don't, (laughs) they think we don't watch it. And so they're just like, yeah, it's going into the void. And I think, so they don't they don't attack their self tapes. I don't think they feel the competition or they don't think that they're being seen. It's like, yeah, yeah. They're just doing it like as a nicety or as a checkbox, like here you go. And it's like, it's so not that it's like, no, this is a great opportunity to be seen. And like you said, to take a chance on someone who you may not have had the opportunity to bring in person, but it's like, here's a great audition. And you know, like we've also spoken before, like it's part of your craft and have fun with it. And that is the work as an actor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: That is the work. So um, yeah. Every audition is an opportunity, mm -hmm. every audition. And um, if you're giving it your best work all the time Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, defeatist attitude, um, I'll go off on a tangent here, but like the actor, you're, your face okay is is like the window to to what's going on inside And whatever is going on inside, we will see. And if inside you're thinking, I'm never gonna get this, I'm terrible it'll come it, it, it'll be on your face okay <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> yeah. the, it will be on your face and uh even anything to do with the character like if you're preparing for an audition, if if you haven't specifically figured out what it is that your character is doing, Your face is going to show, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) It's like your face just reflects. Mm -hmm. So each audition has to be, I am this character, period. I don't care what's on the page. Like if it says, you know, tall, redheaded, overweight, and you're, you know, short and (laughs) dark haired and weigh 45 pounds, like, no, I'm that character. So don't be distracted by by that sort of thing, mm-hmm. first of all, uh but every audition is an opportunity because if you do a good job, you don't get that, but you will have made an impression, and, and you never know where or how it's going to pay off. like you can't know how it yeah. pays off, but it does pay off mm-hmm. because you'll be on the on the radar and you know you'll get a call for something else, but you won't know. That it was fueled by an audition that you maybe did nine months ago Mm -hmm. that you didn't get and you never even got feedback on you know yeah so and also it's it's funny but uh if an actress says well i'm sending a self-tape and i don't know if i get seen or not well first of all i think uh speaking for myself but most casting directors you know, they have better things to do with their times than to randomly request Mm self-tapes and have no intention of watching them. So, you know, uh, we Mm -hmm. do watch them. But that being said, if you're in person and doing a dull, uninspired, unprepared audition, (laughs) you know, somebody might be there with eyeballs looking at you, but are they really, you know, maybe they're making their grocery list because (laughs) you've just lost them. Because you haven't, you you haven't brought something to keep their interest. No, so true. it's your job as an actor. It's an actor's job to to uh, be a character, to create that character, and be that character, and and d- demand our you know our interest and attention. our attention. Attention, absolutely. You, you demand it. Yeah. You know?
0: So Rosina, you've touched on a little bit in our conversation, but uh, there is something with my students often, and it is this a little bit of a defeatist attitude. Things are going to Toronto. And we have complained as a Montreal industry, people have said, like, (laughs) why aren't ACTRA doing more work for us to make sure Montrealers get booked? And I have said, ACTRA is national. They're not going to protect us. There is some, um, uh, sometimes Quebec, tax credits but if the producer is willing to waive the credit because they like the self-tape from toronto too bad what do you what do you want them to do they can't force their hand you hire this bad actor and i don't think we're bad i think we're amazing but um so that is i wanted to know your opinion of the montreal versus toronto and again i shouldn't say versus but watching self-tapes what are your thoughts on that I, I can see your of, face. This is a podcast; they won't see it. <laughs> You're like, oh boy.
2: Uh, no, no, because because I hear that, you know. And again, oh, yes. I I think, you know, if if not just actors, just people in general, you know, but actors in this case, focus on what it is that their you know what their aims are, and focus on that, and forget all the distractions. Mm -hmm. That's step one, okay? So, I mean, this is with everything, you know? There's always going to be somebody who's going to be, you know, when I say better, you know, more successful or have more money or or have a nicer house or, you know, get things that somehow you're not getting. There's always going to be somebody who's doing better than you. uh, So instead of worrying about that, worry about, you know, being the best that you can be. Also, you know, I, I question sometimes, what is, you know, what is it that you want, like, as an actor, like, what, what, what is your ambition? Or what is your goal? What are your goals? And, because uh, we, you know, we get approached from people who want advice and who want, and, and it's like, I want to get into acting, or I want to get into this, and you want to know what it is that, that you want really and some people don't really want to be actors right they they want to be celebrities Mm -hmm. okay that's very different so if you want to be an actor then your focus is on acting and on honing your craft and being the best that you can be and making you know is it you do you want to make a living from your profession of being an actor and if the answer is yes you know, there are many actors in Montreal who are making a living. And they don't have, you know, other jobs other than something that's related to their acting. And that might be, you know, that they, they'll do voice work as well, or they'll, they'll be working in the industry doing, you know, using their skills. Mm-hmm. Now, Toronto is a bigger market. It's just a bigger market. So if, you know if i come to your class susanna uh and and see your students in toronto i could go to like i don't know uh, 30 40 classes. classes yeah absolutely you know with the same number of students as you have and you know out of 40 i have 40 times the chances of finding the one person okay so um it's just the odds. You know it it depends on what the project is so some projects are very small budget they're um they have you know the, the funding and so it has to be local and it has to be but also they don't have a budget they cannot bring somebody in they can't fly them in drive them in put them up mm-hmm. okay so on those projects they will absolutely cast locally because and, and they'll find or not find. I mean, but they'll cast locally. Uh, when it's um, a higher profile project, there's no such thing as geography. So they don't really care, yeah. you know, where the person is. And we've actually had that problem with um, some American projects that come and shoot here uh, where they, they came in and, the budgets were based on the fact that there would be uh, tax, you know, tax breaks if you hired locally in that. But you can not hire locally. You just have to give up those tax breaks. And I've had producers saying, you know, I'm not going to be told ahead of time where I have to cast from because I have this project. We, we're investing millions of dollars and we have to make sure that everybody from the casting to you know to all aspects of it has to be creatively you know what what our vision is yeah
0: it has to be right it has to
2: be right it has to be right so sometimes it's it's not even just a question of you know perhaps we didn't find the right level of actor it's not even that it'll just be if you have you know three people in that age range to choose from but not one of them is has the right feel for that character i say it's uh, an
0: essence and sometimes it's an essence great acting
2: but sometimes you can do a killer self tape but
0: there's something that's not jiving, driving it's just, and it's exactly just, you know what it is but it's not jiving
2: exactly and so you want to have the right the right person in that role. And if the budget permits, you know, then you don't have to restrict yourself because it's you know, it's not a geographic thing. So, uh, so that's now the thing
0: with self-tape. So all this to say is you don't think there's this preconceived idea that we don't have the talent in Montreal. It's just a smaller pool and not to worry about
2: it. Well y-
0: y- yes, that's that's
2: my opinion and the people of local people opinion. yeah. Uh, is there that prejudice from people coming in from out of town? Is there? Yes, there is. Of course, okay. there is. Of course there is. Um, because um I mean think about it. somebody's coming from l a and there's there it doesn't matter where they're shooting, be it Toronto or Vancouver or Montreal it's local casting right and you know the the perception is that their stars are going to come from you know the main pool and the main pool is LA Mm -hmm. New York you know those are the main pools now there could be a bunch of Canadians working out of there you know so they're not thinking of it that way they're thinking that's where their main pool is and that's where they're going to get their stars and their supporting roles and people who have done things that they recognize and that you know so anywhere they're shooting is considered local casting and they're happy to find people there but they don't expect to find uh leads or supporting roles because if you're at that level they figure you've probably gone to LA already Mm -hmm. you know so yeah there is that perception from
0: Yeah. From, from out of towners, but as, as actors who have decided to stay locally. So what would your advice be
2: then? Well, again, you know, what is, what, what is it that you want to do? I mean, if, if your ambition is to, you know, to, to be a star actor, you know, well, you go where those projects are cast. So it's, known fact how many canadian actors go to la for pilot season for example right. so you go there and and in hopes of getting uh cast in a pilot and then if you do that's yay and then from there hope that that pilot gets picked up and then if it gets picked up yay and then if it gets picked up and they keep you and they don't recast yeah, yeah, you yeah 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 <laughs> but you know yeah if, if you're if your ambition is to be in a primetime American television series, well you can't you know be sitting in Montreal or Toronto or or and you know or Winnipeg or wherever
1: right. you, you
2: know you you have to to go where that action is happening. But again, that being said, if you have proper representation, uh, you, you know you get yourself a good agent who 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 is aware of what's going on. And that's where the self-tapes come in and people get cast uh, or or at least get noticed and brought in mm-hmm. from self-tapes uh, from wherever they happen to be sitting. So yeah. you could be sitting in Montreal and your agent will know that there are these, you know, these pilots and whatever and submit you and, and, and you get chosen. And they're always looking for new faces and right. new talent but you have to be ready for, you know, you have to be at, at that level. Okay. And if that's what you want, then you go after it aggressively. And, and if you're not getting those auditions, then, you know, do whatever it is you need to do to get those auditions. And then at some point you have to, you know, come to terms with it. If it's not happening, uh, you know, do you try something else or, you know, there are no guarantees in this business. Yeah. And, Uh, fair I mean what's fair this you know yeah you have to be prepared uh so that when opportunity knocks you're there Mm -hmm. you know but some of it is some of it is luck of the draw I mean you can have three equally talented ambitious you know actors with all the qualities and all three of them get cast in three different pilots and one pilot becomes a huge success and the other two, you know, don't get made or they get made in their flops, which has nothing to do with them Mm -hmm. as actors, you know, the project just didn't work. So that element of luck is, is that you that the opportunities that you get will move you forward to where you want to be but that's like with everything in life I mean yeah some things are out of your control but what is within your control is to to, you know to be the best to be on top of your game at all times
1: yeah and and it's
2: a business too you know it is a business and you need to have you need to have a, a good reputable agent who works for you but even that is subjective because you know agents by and large are reputable and they know what they're doing but they're not always a match for everybody for yeah right yeah so you have to connect with an agent who uh who you're comfortable with who's on the same page as you uh yes yeah, and and yeah. and take it from there and you you have to also do your share. And your share is provide uh, the materials that needs to be provided, you know, if you have to update your photos, if you have to, uh, you know, update your, your acting reel, uh, and you have to be on top of your game. So if you're not working, when you're not working, that's where you need to be honing your craft by, by taking workshops, or even just you know, getting together with with other actor friends and do mm-hmm. scenes, or you know, do do a play, do something. You need to keep uh, working acting. at it all the time. You could be the best actor in your acting workshop. You could be the best actor in your uh, graduating class. You could be the best actor on your agent's roster. Yeah. But when you get to that room, it's the best that were sent, and right. you have to compete with the best now so the game is higher you know it may be easy to beat the other you know your other classmates because you're that much better and maybe you are you know but now you have to beat beat out the ones who are as good as you are and better (laughs) so you have to up your ante so Mm -hmm. it's constant work
1: do you want to talk a little bit about the, like, decision-making process? Because I feel like there's, you know, maybe newer actors or um, some talent that, like, just don't know, yeah. like, where the job begins and ends with the casting director and that, like, it actually isn't us. Well, you know, I, I
2: I I get a script. I look at the roles. I take out three pictures for each role and I say, these are the three choices for each role, but this is the one you're casting. And it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. How easy uh, is that? I love that. You you no, know, know, it's it's uh, so. you know, it's it's uh it's always a collaboration. You, you know, because it's yeah uh it's a living breathing form, art mm-hmm. form. So it is a collaboration. And uh you know the reason casting director is brought in, it's uh A for you know our knowledge of who's out there mm-hmm. and also for our input uh but it's not you know my exclusive decision yeah uh but my opinion and my thoughts are solicited and and you know appreciated and and wanted and respected so, uh, <laughs> yeah you know so because if it was just a question of Uh, you know, you could have, uh, you could hire an an assistant to just, you know, I mean, the production can hire a coordinator to just Mm -hmm. call all the agents and get in, you know, get in every audition from everybody. And then they can look at all of them and choose. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the reason they don't do that is because it's a lot of waste of time. Yeah. So, So, there's the casting director who there has to be a conversation there has with with the director and the producers to uh to know you know what the vision is and you know be be aware of of the script and where they're going and what they're trying to do with it uh and then from that bring in the people so it's not just a question of you know this character is male um 35 to 45 and a lawyer and say, well, you know, why are you bringing these two people in and not this other one? Mm -hmm. Because there's something specific we're looking for uh, in the overall, you know, that's not just a generic uh, male 35 to 45 lawyer. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we want generic because you're saying, you know, this is the screen, it's, it's a canvas, okay, so uh, you have to have the, the ones that pop out, and you have to have the ones that blend in, uh, you know, so there are areas where you don't want a character to pop out conspicuously, because that is not the purpose of that character, yeah. so with all of that in mind, yes, somebody, sometimes you just want somebody that's very generic, looking for that and then sometimes you don't want that and then sometimes you as a casting director i i would suggest you know it's written like this but you know this might be interesting or i know this actor who's really interesting and blah blah blah
1: mm-hmm. and
2: and doesn't fit the description but would be interesting so all that is collaboration and ultimately the decision you know it's not unilateral Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, of course, a, a director has the final say, and uh, when it's um, a television series, the producer actually has a, an even stronger say than the director, because a television series is a producer's medium, a feature film is the director's medium, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so so that's what it is. it is, it's a collaboration. Now, it can come down to certain parts where uh, it's happened where a director might say, you know, just you decide who or you know, I've seen these people with just whoever you want out of these people is fine with me, you know, mm-hmm. so, but that has come with, you know, a lot of uh, conversation and a lot of, you know, um, rapport. Knowing, rapport and knowing and, and, and having shown people and yeah, so in a nutshell it is a collaborative
1: effort yeah. yeah exactly yeah well
0: thank you so much rosina that was yes, amazing this we're was really great. happy yeah this was great this was a lot of information that we're going to be able to share My with everybody pleasure
2: and i learned a lot too which is always <laughs> a bonus for me so excellent. we always thank learn you. right we yeah. always learn yeah. no matter where we're at there's always something to learn
0: exactly so for today's takeaways one competition is good two every audition is an opportunity three don't get distracted by the detail four make strong choices and demand attention and five don't forget it is a business
1: yay Yay. thanks everyone (laughs) thank you everyone bye bye